friends, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. I am one half of your caffeinated host, Jamie, and I am here with Mark, who Hi. isn't even drinking coffee. Mark, I am think not. About it. I am not. No judgment. No judgment. I am, it's I am late. I'm a tired boy tonight, and I'm going to go to bed early, so I decided to go Stick without to the water. I would, I would much rather just not <laughs> drink coffee over drinking decaf. Decaf What's the is point? the devil. I mean, we don't yeah. even own it. No, I've. No, I don't think I've ever actually drank a cup of decaf coffee in my. You probably life. have in mistake, or because a server didn't have enough fresh well, coffee I mean, and just gave you decaf. Intentionally, though, <laughs> intentionally and knowingly, have never let decaffeinated coffee ever grace my yeah. lips. What's the it's point? A sin against man. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Sin against Milo. At any rate, here we go. <laughs> we are back. I'm dealing with the yes. Christmas bugs, Christmas, the Thanksgiving, holiday crash shows. Suck. I don't like holidays. The only thing Baham I like is bug. wrestling. Um, but well, good we thing we have a wrestling podcast. We're, we're gonna use <laughs> we're using Bah Humbug. I mean, I, I gotta. I, I, we haven't even addressed it. We have we had, we didn't get. This is obviously gonna be a late episode, anyways. We didn't get to it last week when uh, the world completely melted down when we saw CM hell Punk froze over. Make it, yeah, hell literally froze over. We saw CM Punk make his return to the wonderful world of sports entertainment. It still doesn't feel real. It still feels like a fever dream, and I and. At this point, it's it's what Tuesday night, so he he was on Raw the next day, and now we haven't seen him since. Maybe he's going to be on SmackDown this week, but deciding whether or not he'll be on Raw or SmackDown. He's already got the he's sure already got Raw. the uh, the Roman Reigns schedule. Oh Where, yeah, <laughs> whenever he feels like it. Well, I mean, you only want to use him so many times. He is very injury prone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he is back in the WWE, something I don't think anybody would have ever thought we'd be ever saying in the same sentence again, which is WWE and CM Punk. Sure. Unless uh, it was like a lawsuit or him telling them to fuck off. Right. <laughs> uh, not only that, he has tweeted out or Instagrammed out or social media out a photo of him and Paul Levesque, Levesque um, with their arms around each other. And, and I, I, I just like, That one's been making me well, sick to my even, stomach okay. all week. And now, now this, I'm, I'm bringing this up for a reason. Even he, even Tripp said, you know, that was 10 years ago. We're all different people by now. I just. He might I, I'm, be. I'm going to say it. I'm going <laughs> to say it. I don't know what everybody else feels. And I, and, and regardless of what the landscape of professional wrestling looks like with Phil Brooks back in the picture okay. of WWE. Um, Philly Phil. Philly Phil. <laughs> I think it's an, it's a very intelligent Business acquisition. Okay. And without From WWE's perspective. And without somewhere on this computer, there's actually a complete rant about me just going off about CM Punk because we tried doing this before and the recording got messed up. But I know there's portions of recordings of me just going on, and I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to waste 15 minutes of me just rambling on the airwaves. So I'm going to say this: I have a hard time understanding how that man can wake up in the morning. And look himself in the mirror and be okay with walking back into oh, sure. WWE. Now that being said, cha ching, cha ching, that being cha-ching. said, I also <laughs> have to preface that with every individual is their own individual <clears throat> self. They can do whatever the fuck they want if they are a hypocrite and they accept the idea that what they are doing is hypocritical. Hey, that's what his are you life. Do you yeah. know what I mean? With that being said, I just, I, I on a, on a. On a sense of of I don't even know like I can't stand the idea that he went back to WWE. I think it is the biggest pile of bullshit in the fucking world. I think he has got more egg on his face right now for sure than anyone else has been in the oh, past yeah. twenty years. Saying he came back for the fans was just absolute 
I just hypocrisy. Mm, I, I I'm done. I'm done bitching about it. From this point on, I want to know what they're going to do with CM Punk. He's part of WWE. That's all you He's can do. We're already still. watching the the product. You know, we might as well right look forward to what now, they're coming up with. Okay, hopefully. With that being said, now I gotta wonder. Obviously, and, and the whole thing was that CM Punk was not. It, it was like within ten days they started talking negotiations, and like sure. that morning very of, quick of, of Survivor Series, they right. signed the contract. Right. So it was already known that only like Triple H and Nick Khan were the only two that really right. fully knew that he was coming <clears> back, <throat> and very few people knew as it happened. So great, wonderful business acquisition or accusation, whatever you want to say. I'm, I'm, I'm bad. It was a well kept secret. It, it was one of the best kept secrets of all of professional sure. wrestling. Um, this now throws a massive, you know, a, a, a knot in the system. Like you now, cause you know, that creative has been sitting there. Okay. We're going to do whether it's Cody Rhodes is going to win at WrestleMania 40 or the rock is coming back at four at WrestleMania 40, or mm-hmm. this person's going to win at the Royal rumble or Seth Rollins is going to lose the title to so-and-so at this pay-per-view. I, I gotta wonder, like, what does this mean for like the landscape of WWE creative? I mean, sure. they've got to take either this, the, the biggest name of professional wrestling, not the biggest, isn't like the most talented, most sought right. after, but more literally controversial most and talked about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you, you're gonna put him on TV. So what do you do with them? You like, either scrap plans with somebody and throw him into a storyline that was going to be between two other people. But you're talking like or, main event storyline, or you just you know don't I mean? have anything for him for a little bit. I mean, but I feel like they'd be stupid to do that. They would be. They would be, for sure. Um, but again, you know, this this stuff is so far planned out. You can't just come up with this, this right. I mean, Triple really H has quick even said, like, storyline, you yeah, know. Triple H has even said that the Bloodline stuff is six, seven, eight, nine months out. Exactly. So out. how do you throw CM Punk real quick into right. WrestleMania? Especially the Bloodline. I mean, like, it's the, December. The only fresh face in all of WWE right now. With the bloodline, like he has no ties to the bloodline, he's never involved with the bloodline. The yeah, only thing he's, he's involved never... with was bringing Roman Reigns into the WWE uh, via the technically, shield. yes, you yeah. So I mean? he has nothing to do with any of this. I just, it, it's like obviously Triple H has some idea what he wants to do with them. You know what I mean? It's I would not hope, like, I, huh? I would hope you wouldn't I, invest all this money and have no idea what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, I, I don't feel like that. He, he's he's probably one of the most educated in professional wrestling right now. Like, oh, for with sure. Behind the scenes, for sure. obviously being Mr. McMahon's you know son-in-law, <clears throat> married to to the the one and only daughter of Vinnie Mac. You know, I drive-through wedding. Yeah, the drive-through wedding. <laughs> it's but it's one of those things to where it's like he's got to know what he's talking about when he did this. Like he didn't do this absolutely as a knee-jerk reaction because oh, I I just want to stick one to AEW. I'm sure there was a little bit in there. Yeah. That he the entire time that this was all happening, he was wringing his hands, going, "I got this little bastard." That fucking T-shirt company. Of course. Well, and the nice thing too here is like you already have something with Seth Rollins. Oh, you yeah. don't have to storyline anything. You already have that. So he's kind of doing his own thing storyline-wise right now, right. but once he gets through the next premium live event, they could 100% just stick Seth Rollins and CM Punk in their own rivalry, which is kind like of funny to think because that's where it all kind of started with Cody Rhodes, too. I feel like it needs, it needs to cook, though. I feel like they need to yeah. let that one simmer because it's that's one of the like more obvious ones that I think that, especially with Seth's reaction uh-huh. when, he came, when CM Punk debuted at yep. Survivor Series. They could cook that till WrestleMania. 100%. I could oh I could totally see a CM Punk Seth Rollins mm-hmm. for the World Heavyweight Championship yep. at, at WrestleMania main event night one. Ooh. 
Cody with, with against Roman Reigns. Yeah, me too. Ooh, but, that's weird. AW guy versus WWE guy. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I wonder if they've had. I mean, that, I that's kind of weird because they started in WWE. Oh yeah, yeah. But I wonder if they both have that conversation. Like, so uh, I guess you didn't like working there either, did you? Uh, oh no. Well, just, oh, you know what? <laughs> Com- completely different reasons why they left. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the bigger news that he, that CM Punk went to WWE that he got fired from AEW? I think the bigger news is that I still have a hard time believing that Tony Khan actually grew a set and got rid of him. I well, I mean, I understand now. I don't, now think, the, I don't think it was his choice. No. After the news of hearing about no. about uh, Brian Danielson supposedly being the. I guess the final word. Sure. Why would you have some type CM of Punk board? Fired or not? Yeah. Why would you have some type of board if you weren't going to listen to what they were going to say? But he still was able to because do so. Because he was involved in the event. I don't know if they, if legally they'd want to want him to be involved with that decision. Don't know. Be a biased opinion. Don't know. He, but very interesting that Brian Danielson unquote, threatened was... his life in right. some some capacity. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you would be a little bit impartial. I know if somebody pulled a you know not saying CM Punk pulled a gun on him, but somebody pulled a weapon on me or or attempted to you know harm me or somebody I cared for. And then I'm I'm on the jury. I feel like I'd be a little bit oh for sure s- jaded. On but he, side, I don't you know? think he necessarily had to do that. No, no. I think so. I think that's the to me the bigger news is that they actually were like, hey, you know what? We're getting rid of you because AW doesn't fire people. They let no. their contract write out and kind of yep. go from there. They they just don't renew your contract. They're not really notorious for ever firing anybody. So this right. is but they are notorious for big. signing a whole shitload of people they don't need to sign. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's getting to a point now where they're starting to get rid of some people that exactly just that, that they had cannon fodder left over uh, yeah. from previous contracts. Uh, yep, just, exactly. I mean, a, a, you can't blame them because, I mean, AEW really came into the market trying to impress everyone. And to do that, you can't just have unknown independent stars just hanging out on the roster right. and doing, I mean, whether it's great matches or not, if you don't have some, t- some type of connection to these wrestlers, you know. So Some I type think, of star power, yeah, people don't want to tune in. I think bringing like Jericho in really like helped them, but I think what happened is over the three years that they really like started to try to make an impression on people, they were trying to like really dig their heels in. Oh, we signed this person, we signed this person. Right. And I think they, right. The I think now the inflated uh, roster has now kind of bubbled. It has where people are like, "What are we doing here?" Because I mean, Britt Baker was has voiced her displeasure on how much time she hasn't had on TV. Uh-huh. The Hardys have said something. I mean, there's there's some kind of negativity towards in the back of AEW right now due to a lot of the stuff that's going on. Which I mean, I'm that's the the ebbs and flows of having a company, especially one that's course. a sports entertainment company like this, that's of trying to appease to fans that have been sure only for you know, but fed also, the same thing for 30 years somebody like Britt baker who was just force fed and i'm okay with that i'm a huge Britt baker fan who was just force fed in every single women's match for like a year right straight so it was almost nice to kind of get a step back from somebody like Britt. but i think something now would be a great time to kind of put yeah, her back some, in there you know with, with their women's division because it's they like, do they it's, do it's, it need some work it's mid like I hate saying it that is. because I love the, I love the women on AEW's roster. They're you know a it's lot not of the them talent. are really good at their craft, but yeah, they're just it's the, the storyline. It's the the amount of time they get on TV, the, the hype they put into it. You I know, mean, if you don't put a lot of presentation into it, we're not going to be excited about. Well, it. Well, yeah, so. I mean, look at Tony Storm. Like they they poured time and energy into right. Tony Storm, and, and then what? I she mean, had yeah. one time where she talked about, you know, how she was thankful that she was the champion. Right. That's fantastic. But yeah, there is a lot of there's a lot of things that need to be done in that in that particular division, but you know, time time tells. 
So last week on Raw, we had a... What is the title of the stupid thing? Tag Team Turmoil. Tag Team Turmoil <laughs> for the number one contender spot for the tag team titles, uh, which I don't remember the last time we've even seen them defended since they changed hands back to the Judgment Day. Uh, I think they had a rematch. Yeah. And uh, not a whole lot since, but yeah. this was kind of fun. Sometimes they do these and they drag out for a little bit too long. This one was actually very entertaining. It didn't have... Um, I, I mean, I, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, man, I don't know about this. Because anytime WWD, WWE does these like little mini one-show tournaments, it always is just kind of like, okay, well, we can see who's going to win like from a mile away. Or it just drags on for far too right. long. Now it's just bored and the same team wins for like five and then they lose at the last second, yeah, you know. Yeah. But it didn't It didn't really go down like that. Um, it started off with Alpha Academy and DIY, who had a great back and forth. Surprisingly, right. DIY was the one that ended up uh, going forward. Obviously, well, they're, they're getting a little bit more moment, more momentum. Than DIY, them. yeah. Alpha Academy obviously is there. They're doing their thing with Tazawa right. and Maxine and entertaining kinda nonetheless. That, they kind of got back in a rut again. Yeah, they got pushed on the back burner for yeah, sure. Which is a shame because ever since uh, uh, Chad Gable had that match against Gunther for the Intercontinental title, it seems like they've just like dialed it back, which I can understand. You don't want to oversaturate the market right. with Alpha Academy. Right. But yeah. they're, they're almost too good with Chad. Oh, yeah. So it's like you have to kind of put the other guys in spot. And the nice thing here is that they're they're putting the, some NXT people in in right. the, the limelight, which is uh, fantastic. Obviously, DIY coming from NXT. Uh, right. Creed Brothers they're end up coming getting, up. I feel like they're finally getting to their stride. Yeah. They picked up another win this week. Over uh, Imperium. Yep. And the two out of three fall match was a great match. Oh, that was really great. Um, so, obviously, Indusheer came out. DIY was able to defeat them. Which, um, what, a, what, a, what a shame that they keep bringing those guys out, like, Indusheer, Indusheer. Like, there's some massive powerhouse, and every time they're on TV, I don't know how they are. I know a couple dark matches they've had, they've won. But it just seems like they just get, every time, they get their ass kicked. Like, and they botch. I know. I know. It's unfortunate. It's like, they, yeah. It's unfortunate. Just big dudes. I don't know if they, they I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with them. Every don't time they try to do something, Veer Mahan was coming to Raw for what, six months? Mm-hmm. And then he went to NXT. Jinder, was, Jinder Mahal was a world champion. And now he's, he's managing just, them. He's just managing them? Yeah. You see him like three times a year? Really I know, weird. Right? But obviously they didn't win. We all kind of saw that one coming. Yeah. But uh, this is this is when uh, the Creed brothers. Uh, got an opportunity to fight against the New Day, which was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Everybody did a great job of putting each other over no matter what match it was, but the Creed brothers absolutely just annihilated everybody. They got they to the end where they pushing. were so winded because they were working so hard at the beginning there. It was They've incredible. been pushing so hard. It's been so They're nice. so good. They really are. They really are. They, they, they've done a great job of making you want to know who they are because we're not, we don't really watch NXT. We didn't know anything about them. Right. So to be able to see them in action, now I want to see them again. It's been, what, two weeks and we've seen them uh, wrestle twice. Right. So now it makes you actually like invested in these people when they bring these people up and they don't do anything with them. Who gives a shit? Right. <laughs> you know, there's so many people that just got brought up from the NXT roster that are just lost. Yeah. In the back. Right. Unfortunate. But uh, anyways, the Creed Brothers ended up beating uh, Imperium to become the number one def- uh, contenders. That's awesome. Really surprising. Imperium starting to get some get some serious like cracks in the foundations. I mean, him, Giovanni and uh, Ludwig, they kind of bounce them back and forth. Who's For the, sure. who's the weakest link? And for sure, which was surprising because Giovanni actually I think did the better job. Yeah. On last week's Raw in this yeah, match, been I was to shift shocked. a little bit to- towards him. And his physique looks great. It's like he's really getting right. himself ready. So makes you think. Oh yeah. Uh, singles run might be the 
the time to kind of yeah, break, break these guys up, do their own thing. Yep. But yeah, Creed Brothers end up getting the win. They are now the number one contenders for the WWE Tag Team Championship. Um, I'm actually very excited to see that they're doing this. Like, I, I, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about how much new talent they've been bringing into WWE TV. And the Creed, Brothers, doing something. the Creed Brothers have been like one of the one of their biggest pushes. Are they even NXT. signed with the main roster? Or they're yeah, NXT? Yeah, they, uh, they signed a Raw. Oh, they did sign. Okay, right. Yeah, because they they signed a Raw and then they announced. Oh, uh, that's right. I can't they, remember her name. I remember now. They just did it. Okay, yeah, it was a couple weeks ago, and, yep. and then ever since then they have been winning every match they've been in. That's how you push people. Oh yeah. For some reason, they think like the complete opposite for years. Let's bring people up and just have them lose. I mean, they, well, who cares? They, they still do that. There's still a couple well, yeah. people that got yeah. signed to Raw and SmackDown that haven't even shown back up on TV. Mm-hmm. But what was the tag team? The NXT? They were the women's tag team. Alba Fire and uh, Isla Dawn. Isla Dawn. Oh my God, they're so good. They tease them every well, once yeah, in a while. They, they did, do this cool little they did like a video. Teases around Halloween with them, uh-huh. and then nothing. Nothing. I don't know. The women's tag division's a little weird right now. It is. Uh, we don't try to focus on the bad stuff right now, but I got I gotta say. Piper Nevin and Chelsea Green's tag team championship run, I just, I felt like started really, really great with mm-hmm. with Chelsea winning with, I don't even remember who she won with. God, I can't even remember at this point either. They got hurt. They ended up getting hurt and Piper and Nevin getting stepped in and for a couple of weeks I was like, okay, this is good. I like this. They're kind of, you know, leaning into Chelsea Green's, you know, I want to see your manager gimmick and Piper Niven's I'm just going to rip your head off kind of gimmick. But now I just feel like it's, I don't know, it just feels blah. It's not as interesting, and they're not really doing anything story-wise with no. it either, unfortunately. No. Oh, it was uh, Sonya Deville, I think. Yep, it was Sonya Deville. Well, they also had a match this week, uh, I think it was last night on Raw. It was Tegan Knox and Natalia mm-hmm. took on, and I'm going to ruin, I can't remember, Katana Chance and... Caden Carter. Caden Carter. Thank you. I was really hoping I was going to be able to pull the, pick that one up. Oh, it's all good. Um, That's what I'm here for, babe. They got a little bit of momentum with Natalia and Tegan Knox. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Natalia's Natalia. Tegan right. Knox is over with the crowd. And they give the win to the other two. Yes. And I just, I didn't They could have used that win six months ago. I, yeah, and I, I don't like I I don't understand where or how we're building this up. Like, I, right? Like we have one team that gets a little bit of momentum, and now another team takes them out, and now that's that's it. I mean, are are they going to be pushed now? So they should be pushed, but it just doesn't. It didn't make any sense. It really did. Not after I just I don't know what they're doing with it because it felt like for a while there they were really starting to get their footing with the women's tag team division. Tegan Knox is so good. And yeah, now it's just she had that great match with Becky, and yep. obviously Natalia is Natalia. She's great. She that, that she like lives in the gym, constantly training. So she's really good at making other people look good, and she can tag with literally anybody. Oh yeah. So again, I I just don't understand what the idea is. I don't know if maybe they're just trying to like give wins and see what sticks. I guess. I mean, it's don't know. It's, it's not sticking with me though. No, <laughs> it's unfortunate. What is sticking though? Drew McIntyre finally full, turned full heel. Love it. On Monday night. Um, you saw him kind of getting a verbal altercation with Sami Zayn last week over his behavior and yada, yada, yada. We all know the shtick. Um, Drew ended up kind of lashing back saying, well, I guess I'll just have to start climbing my way back up by pretty much stomping on you, Sammy, and challenged him for 
a match on Monday absolutely whooped Sammy's ass. It was a great Sammy, it was match. A, it was a really good match. It, it was a PLE match on a Monday. Uh, Drew ended up doing the heel thing and just focused on the weakened knee ankle area of uh, Sammy Zayn yep. after he came down hard on both his feet. Uh, I, I'm I'm actually more I'm, I am more invested in Drew McIntyre now than I have been since. He, he was in the world title picture. Oh, I've got to agree with you, too. I don't know why face Drew just doesn't do it for me. He's just too generic. He's good. Like, he's a great he, face. Like, he's, he's a, a good, great okay. wrestler. He's a good-looking dude. He's yep. a tall, muscular man. Sure. He has great hair. His beard comes in perfect. Mm-hmm. You cover him in a little bit of oil. He's got an accent. And he's, yeah, he's great. Like, he is the most cliche good guy. I yeah. want this man saving my cat from a tree. Sure. Too spot on, though, you know? But he just looks so good in black. He really does. Like, he really, like, he pulls that, like, broody chip on your shoulder, like, I, I've got something to prove and nobody to prove it to kind of attitude. Yeah. It's so I good. I like that so much better. And he's so better. brutal when he's, when he's, when he's yeah. heelish. He just, like, when that he head took button out, is bleeding down his forehead. Oh, like, last week. That was so good. So good. So good. But, yeah, he ended up taking out... Uh, Sami Zayn at the beginning of the night, uh, kind of saw not really a lot of them after that. And then the end of the night, main event of Raw, you had Jey Uso taking on Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight title. And kind of weird, but kind of not. Drew didn't interrupt the match. He waited until the end of the match. It was a clean finish between Jey and uh, Seth. Seth obviously retains. And then immediately after the match, Jey rolls out of the ring and he or Drew McIntyre blindsides the hell out of him with a Claymore. Seth Rollins jumps out of the ring, tries to get involved. He ends up just destroying Seth Rollins. I It was so refreshing for once at the end of a Monday Night Raw. It really was. You didn't have 15 people fighting yep. and ruining the ending of, a, of some multitude yeah. individual tag match. And it wasn't bloodline affiliated with the breakup. Because that's how it was, I assumed... It was Bloodline adjacent, though. Well, I assumed that the, that the ending was going to be Jimmy interfering, Jimmy doing something that was going to distract Jay and continue from him ever winning the I, championship. I love the idea. We haven't even touched on that yet. Yeah, I really like that, too. I mean, it's it's obviously it's going to happen. We're going to see Jimmy versus Jay, and the only place I can see it, it happening is WrestleMania. For sure. Like, how else are you going to have the Usos... The two Usos, probably the best tag team in professional wrestling. Like, and I say that flat-footed, knowing damn well that FTR is an AEW. But I, how are you going to have those two those two guys fight on any other stage besides WrestleMania? Well, they have before, but I mean, against each other, yeah. They have not had a singles match against each other in WrestleMania. They at WrestleMania, no, they absolutely. That's what have I not. mean. Like, that's, they absolutely have not. So it would just be. Absolutely insane. Oh, I, th- I I can't see how you, at this point, you can't have that. This is, I'd be like invested. This is, this is the, the only opportunity right now you would have to have the Usos not just, or still be a tag team at some point in their careers, but also have the capability to have a one-on-one match with more than just, okay, who's the better brother? Yeah, and that grand of a line. stage. Oh, yeah. It, like, it, it has to be no interference, no outside, for real. No, oh, yeah. for real, no solo, because that's what it no was Roman, before. No Paul Heyman. That's what it was before. It was no outside interference, and that obviously didn't go out like they said it was supposed to. 
You mean with the tribal combat that yeah. the families made the decision that this is you know right. more than just a wrestling match? Never, and, never said who in the family. Yeah, the but family. The idea that they just made such a big deal about it was just going to be the two of them, mm-hmm. and it ended. Exactly, like every Roman Reigns match has ended in the past like, such a two bummer, years. such a bummer. So yeah, doing a main, uh, doing a WrestleMania match between the two of them would just be huge. So do you think they're going to give the belt to uh, to Cody at WrestleMania? I know we're we're on the road to WrestleMania. Like the next premium live event is the Royal Rumble, which we all know the winner of the Royal Rumble will get a shot at uh, Roman Mm -hmm. Reigns' title. Mm -hmm. Although I'm not sure if that is 100% correct, if it's an automatic you get a shot at Roman's title or if it is you get a shot at any title. I was under the impression it was any title. I know it was at one point, but I think over the past few years they've, they've... slowly push it in the direction of it's a world title right shot which right. i mean i'm not mad at i mean you're beating 29 other people you absolutely know I mean? absolutely and then then you know right there well there's the main event so and of it just makes it a little bit easier i feel like it'd be real silly to, to be like well no i want to go for the united states title like right exactly why would you want to do something like that i mean it you, kind of puts prestige on if you're like I hey i want to fight gunther and you're like oh say, shit yeah, you, you want to fight you, gunther you like, really want to elevate that title's you know stock, yeah you i'm gonna go for the intercontinental championship uh, that would one be of like the, wow cody's picking gunther wow one of the seven main events of wrestlemania which for sure still irks me Every time they say it, it's one of three main events. Like, you can't have hey, three main events. Mike Tyson one, can only fight one time in a night. It's a buy one, get one free premium live event. I don't see him punks as part of one of those buy one, get mm, one for. The grass is always the greener on the other side. always dude. greener. Um, do I think that Cody is going to win the belt? Do I think or do I want? I think okay, I'm at I a guess, point I guess now. The, I guess the fairer question is do you think that match is even going to happen? Do I think the match is going to happen? I think that it could definitely happen. Do I think he could win? I do. I think it's gotten to a point where like people aren't really invested in the bloodline anymore. And I know they're only invested in the bloodline because everybody wants to see when who's going to take the belt. Exactly. And I think that if they gave it to somebody like Cody, having somebody who has been a heel for so long, having the belt and then having this just like super face, have the belt. It's not a bad business move. They would I mean, sell a Andre shitload of t-shirts. And Hulk Hogan. It's, yeah, you know, they'd Yoko, sell a bunch Andre of merch. Giant, Yokozuna and, and uh, yeah. Hulk Hogan, you know? They'd sell a bunch of merchandise. Um, they have somebody who's really good on the mic and who has like a world championship potential, of course. Right. I don't think it's a bad move. I, I think if they do that and they have Cody lose again, people are just going to be really... What do you do with it then? Irritated at that. I mean, point. like, what do you what do you do with his his quote unquote story at that? Well, point? and and who would take it from from Roman aside from like I said, I've been speculating for R-Truth. a while. Maybe I wish. Uh, maybe he solo. Made, I mean, would? he came back. Congratulations, to the Archer yeah, coming back congrats. after. The, oh my god, that terrible injury! He just walked out of the ring and died. He, that was Vince awful. McMahon. Um, I had speculated maybe Solo would, but they're not even showing Solo. They're not even showing Roman. They're not showing Paul. They're yeah, not really bloodline. Bloodline doing not anything right with now. that right now. So I can't see it going anywhere with Co- but Cody if they want to have some momentum behind it. Right. But I don't know if people are going to be like, oh, my God, wow. It's not going to be right. like when Taker lost. Right. That's for sure. I mean, you also got I mean, you put Randy Orton in that spot. Oh, I got CM Punk, honestly, Randy Orton. I would much rather personally see Randy Orton for right. him. But then if he won, people would be like, what in the I hell? I think there's going to be a degree <laughs> of no matter who finally dethrones Roman, uh-huh. there's going to be a degree of, well, duh. 
Yeah. Like, because you're not going to have, I mean, I think we all knew LA Knight wasn't going to win. I think there was a- Of course. Uh, there was a- there was a That mean, would have been a bad move, honestly. You know, the more I'm sitting here scratching my head saying there's a, you know, snowball's chance in hell. I mean, hell, <laughs> hey, for you, CM, Punk's over, CM Punk's back in WWE, so anything's possible. Um, But I, yeah, I just, at this point, I feel like you have to have, you got to have to have, some big story has to complete with- Roman Reigns losing the title. Mm-hmm. And the only thing is, that makes sense is Cody. I mean, yeah, storyline really, wise, really, really does. But it's, it, it, I feel like it's too obvious. I feel like it's, it is, it's, it's un WWE right now because mm-hmm. they're kind of throwing some, some, you know, I, I can't even think of the name where you throw shit in a gear and it fucks it all up. But anyways. I feel like that they're they're constantly trying to stir the pot a little bit. Oh yeah, this new like creative direction that Triple H is kind of headed so far uh-huh. is moving WWE in a little bit more of a direction uh, that's more palatable to more than just your common WWE fan. Yeah, it's a good move. I'm not saying they're gonna by any chance they're gonna have you know death matches anytime soon. No, but with a two out of three falls match with teams that two years ago you would have never even heard of on the main roster. Right, having a, a a spot that large and having the crowd be that over, I mean, I think they're starting to do something a little bit right with Agreed. their storylines. I think they're starting to like to not write the ship, but like really streamline that what we're what we've got here. Uh-huh. Triple mean, H has a good eye for talent. He knows why he hired these people and oh, yeah. why you know they they were so over in, in NXT. Let's let's push them. Let's show right. people that there is a reason why we need to watch them. Right. And it's nice to see like fresh faces on here too. It know? really is. It's 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 nice Breath to see not air. just the same and, and not that I I don't like Dolph Ziggler, but it's nice to see Dolph Ziggler's not the only one that can go out there and put on a good match. Exactly. To, to just have a good match. Exactly. You know, AJ Styles is coming back. Well, that's good. He uh was supposed to I guess was supposed to come back a couple weeks ago, but was uh plans were kind of stifed stifled stifled uh and uh but supposedly this week he should be making his return back to the smackdown brand well that's good hopefully so get me another me chin we'll get some tv time uh, yeah another big name finally coming uh, coming back to the uh to the show uh, but we are on the road to wrestlemania like i said before we have the royal rumble will be coming up in january yep uh the Rumors, only person uh, that i know of that's announced is that for the rumble so far is cody rhodes mm-hmm. uh, i was just gonna say rumors of uh Rhea Ripley f- possibly facing Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Okay, I could see that. There's plenty of time to build that up. That would be WrestleMania or Royal Rumble. WrestleMania. Okay. Giving okay. it some time to stew. Uh, WrestleMania is going to be interesting this year because a lot of I'm a excited. lot of people There's good are, potential here. You got Rhea who's on on one hell of a run. You got uh, Gunther who's on a record breaking run. Obviously, right. uh, you've got uh, Roman Reigns on another run that's just beyond measure at this point of course you have the judgment day which i they haven't defended those titles that much but they really are one of the top talked about factions tag teams, factions yeah They're always in, in the limelight absolutely they've practically taken over raw yeah you, pra- you pretty yeah. much have the bloodline on smackdown and you've got the judgment day on raw and even on judge even on raw they're trying to bleed into nxt they're trying to bleed into smackdown they're doing a good um, job of it. They really are. I'm I'm actually very excited for the product WWE is putting out. Uh, I'm not normally one to be more sports entertainment, but as of late, I've just been. I, I, other than me being tired because I'm an old man, I I'm getting I'm getting excited to watch the majority of the content that's on WWE yeah. t- programming. I'm uh, not quite into the NXT yet. There's a couple things I see, right. and it kind of makes me roll my eyes a little bit. But that just might be me, and it might be a, call me a hypocrite. I get, I don't know. 
Um, well, we got a podcast. We can't help but be a little I can bit judgmental. Whatever. I can do whatever on this <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> Just like justifying it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, so lately, AEW has been, uh, quote unquote, going in a different direction than they normally have over the last few years. It's going strange. A little bit more it's different. In... I don't like it. And I don't want it to change. And I'm cranky. Uh, I don't know. I love it. Average I, WWE it, fan. For me personally, I love a good storyline, but I don't mind if you're like, oh, hey, uh, Okada's fighting John Moxley today. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't need a story there. That's perfectly yeah, okay I've, with me. I've grown to realize that there's more than just WWE style of professional wrestling, and I've grown to actually enjoy it just as much as you have. I really like the Japanese style matches. wrestling. Just matches. Like, why Why we got to have match? Because we're in a tournament. Because I want to beat care. you. Because I want to be better than you. Brody like, King yeah. wants to fight Eddie Kingston. I'm in. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. And they so did. They, they've been doing exactly oh, uh, God, what did Claudio call it? The C2. The Continental Classic. It's been, it, yeah, it's been one of those things where everybody's been calling it the C2. Very reminiscent of the G2. Similar point. Or G1, Ranking system. Uh, uh, as yeah. far as uh, a win will get you three points, a draw will, or a time limit draw will give you one point apiece. Um, and if you don't do either one of those, you suck. You don't get any points. And you get no points, which like there Eddie are a few Kingston. people. What the fuck? Like Mark Briscoe that have zero points. Eddie Kingston, I would have not guessed, would have zero points after two matches. I really, right. I'm really invested in this Continental Classic. Almost started because of that exact thing. Mm. I was diehard 100%. There's no way Brody King is going to beat Eddie Kingston. He's the champion that has the two belts that's going into the Continental Classic. It was his idea, quote-unquote. Right, right, um, to put up those other there's, two belts. Yeah, there's absolutely no way that he's going to lose. And when you ended up going to bed, you weren't feeling well. When I saw that Brody King won, I literally jumped out of my seat, and I was so excited that the smile on my face, I was like, no, they didn't. That's insane. What a good way to like put a damper on Eddie and make him feel just right. like sad. And I don't know if I can do this. Right. And, yeah. And pretty soon he's going to be going up against Claudio. That's this week. And that is not going to help the morale. Well, he I'm just, he just so interested to see what they're he doing. He just with ended this. up wrestling his stablemate, Brian Danielson. And one of like the probably most hard hitting matches of either one of their careers. Um, that was rough. And yeah, he ended up getting Eddie lost again. And I, I really, I like what they're doing with him because they, the, his mental struggles, uh, his confidence have always been a thing that has, uh, both in kayfabe as well as in real life, has, sure. has daunted his life. Exactly. You know, he starts, he gets one setback, and he and he internalizes it. Right. Believes he's not worth it, and right. ends up, you know, here's another setback. You know, and. That was kind of like a focus point for him, and you know, winning these the the ROH World Championship is you know he's got to be a better version of of himself in order to earn that title, and right. he ended up doing it. And now he's back, and he's getting faced with those same demons again, to where maybe he's not good enough to beat this guy or that guy, but sure. that doesn't mean he can't. That doesn't mean he can't. Right. That just doesn't mean that just means he didn't. And right. he's got a and he's struggling with the idea of like, okay, I'm two and or I'm owned two. Uh, you know, I am on the lower end of the spectrum of this this com- competition right now. It's going to be all an uphill battle. And even though it's an uphill battle, I got to be in it. I got I'm I am a champion. I've got to get back on the horse. Absolutely. And it'll be interesting to see if he can beat Claudio, uh, considering Brody just beat Claudio again. Right. I was I right. just could not could not believe this so right now over on the blue league we have Brody king with six points andrade and brian danielson and claudia with three points uh daniel garcia and eddie kingston with nothing 
right. interesting to see. Now, Daniel Garcia dealing with his own like mental demons and I mean know. it's hard to dance. It really is hard to dance. And it's hard not to dance. I think that's when you're Daniel Garcia. Yeah, he's having a hard time not (laughs) dancing. Uh, Over on the Gold League, we have John Moxley, Swerve Strickland with six points, Jay White and Roosh with three, and Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe. Big goose goose eggs. Yeah. Goose egg. I mean, I feel like John Moxley makes sense. He's the internet, or he's the AEW darling. Swerve has Um, is going up two wins over Hangman Adam Page with that death match that he just recently won, and he's been on a huge streak of wins. Swerve and Jay White match was so goddamn good. It was fantastic. I'm really really like when that match started, both of us were sitting there like, I don't know which way they're going with this because Swerve, Mm -hmm. like you said, he's coming off a big win. With Hangman and that, death, and it yeah. was only days before that match. I know he was beat up. Jay could really use the win, and he ended up not picking it up. Yep, yep. But he ended up uh, beating Roosh later on in the week, getting himself the first win. Uh, yeah, Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe. I feel like though, if you look at Jay Lethal, Mark Briscoe, and Daniel Garcia, I feel like those are the three that could go zero and six, the or zero and five, or whatever that total would be, and not worry about it coming out of the other end of this, right. the, the the competition. Same thing with Roosh. If Roosh doesn't win this, I can't see. But Swerve, same way. But I feel like Jay White really needs to get this he win. He really needs to get this win. I think if, I, I think if I if if I had to choose who I, who would I want to see in the last two, it would be Jay White and Eddie Kingston. Okay. That would be really fun. Again, uh, Japanese-style wrestling that they're both heavily involved in. Right. Uh, Eddie's going to have to really p- pull a miracle to get yeah, that one to work. Yeah, because if I believe if Brody wins, Bro- yeah, if Brody wins one more, it's going to pull Eddie completely out of the competition. Right. It, it, whether he wins his fifth match or not, he's right. going to completely pull him out of the competition. And I believe Brody's off this week because he got so far ahead in the league that he actually got like a pass for. Okay, yeah. For Every, this upcoming yeah, everybody week. gets everybody will end up getting something passed because you can't put all these matches on at once. Oh yeah, so. exactly. So coming up this week for the Continental Classic, we have three Gold League matches, Jay Lethal and Jay White. That's always a fun situation. We were there at Revolution Live. Adam Cole and Adam Page. Adam Cole and Adam Page. Let's go Adam. Adam sucks. Let's go Adam. Adam sucks. That was the Uh, best. You know, okay. Truth be told, I was born in Massachusetts. I am not a native Floridian. I do not claim to be a native Floridian. I am. You are. My daughter is. My son is. I just, I don't know. I'm not a Floridian. But I'm not gonna lie. I was proud to be a Florida resident that day. Oh, Orlando has Orlando the comes. best wrestling scene. They 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 go so good. It's it's so good. I think we're almost spoiled because when I watch a, a wrestling match or like any type of wrestling event on TV right. or a premium live event pay per view, whatever it is, and the crowd sucks, I am the first person to be so vocal. Like, why is this crowd not? I get offended. Apparently why is this crowd not cheering? Everybody hated uh, Albany, New York, uh, last night on Raw. Like, I, don't know, I don't I don't pay attention a lot to the crowd unless it's like a, I can't a help pop. it. I can't help it. But apparently nobody was happy with the crowd last night. Just when you're not popping for the right thing and you're not excited for these matches, it's like, well, how yeah, dare you? Know you? We know what we shouldn't have given you Drew versus Sami Zayn. You didn't deserve it. Yeah, right. You know. But yeah, for Orlando <laughs> always crowd. pops for wrestling. Great if, crowd. if you ever watched TNA back in the day when they were in the Impact Zone, yep. that that is Orlando. That's yeah. or, that's Orlando Studios. Like, yep. they I, I've been to a handful of those. Every time I went there, everybody gets buck. Oh, there's a reason why ROH was there for a while, too. We we were so blessed to be a part of almost all of the ROH matches that they just did recently in in Orlando as well. We just have a great wrestling scene. And it's like it's like everybody's ingrained with like what the things to do. Like everybody knows like 
the generic lines to say. We know when to clap. We know when to yell. We know when to yell somebody's name. Right. It's just crazy that catches on so well. Like what's not and what's nice about being in Florida is you always have that one guy that's drank just a little bit too much. Adam Cole, baby. (laughs) There's a guy in front of us. He was. To say he was blitzed yeah. is, is, is giving him the benefit here. This dude was so shit tanked. This was at Revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? 2021? 22. 22? Yeah. He was so obliterated. Adam Cole came out. He did the thumb thing and pointed at his head. And I think he left his arm above his head <laughs> for probably about eight and a half minutes. We were also sitting behind Junior Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, Dude there was a jet. guy in in the same row as us who like got our attention and was like, "Am I right? Is he this not Brock Lesnar?" He pulled, he pulled up a picture of Brock Lesnar when he was playing football, and he's like, "Tell me that's not him." And it's like one hundred percent. Oh yeah, had the, the wife beater, the little like the the blonde rat tail that was you know yeah. formed from an overgrown high and tight. The, the crowd's interesting, but the majority of the wrestling fan knows what's up. Lots so. of Hawaiian shirts. At any rate, Jay White, Jay Lethal. Hopefully it'll be just as much of a banger as the Adam Adam versus Adam Matts that we were able to see. I can't um, see Jay Lethal getting a win over Jay White though. No, absolutely not. And this next match, oh my God, poor Mark Briscoe, he has to take on Swerve Strickland. I don't know that redneck kung fu. That shit looks like it hurts. That's gonna peak. That shit looks like it hurts like hell. What does he call that? The froggy boat. The froggy boat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Briscoe taking on Swerve Strickland, and we will have John Moxley. Ooh. Probably beating Roosh. I don't know. I could nah, go either way. I'm going to give it to John Moxley. I could go either way. I've become a very big Roosh fan. You used to hate Roosh. I wasn't, I wasn't a big... because of his back knee. Well, yeah, that, that didn't help. Could, that didn't you, help. It didn't you help. You could connect the dots with that shit. That it was It didn't bad. help. MJF's kind of getting on that too. But yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Roosh. Um, I think Andrade some, some wasn't... Some shots that you got to take right here in the hip. Uh, yeah, ouch. The uh, I think Andrade kind of overpowered Roosh for me personally. So when Andrade was gone for a little bit, I became such a big fan of Roosh. So right. I think that's going to be really good. And John Moxley's going to put on one hell of a match to for that one. Oh, yeah. The, uh, you know, the, uh, 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 what were you going to say? Uh, what are you going to say? I was going to talk about the tag team match after that. Oh, I wasn't that. even going to bring banger. that up. You go ahead. What a banger. Go ahead. Yeah, we're just looking at the lineup for uh, Dynamite coming up this week. And uh, MJF and Samoa Joe are taking on the the masked assailants. Right. They haven't really come up with their name yet. Apparently, word on the street, word on the street is that the masked assailants will be demasked. Oh, no. At, That's the most disrespective thing you can do to world, a masked wrestler. <laughs> at World's End. At world's end, so what? Are they? That's weird. Yeah, that's what. That's, that's what I'm reading. That's weird. What does like, Twitter know though? Did, did they like call them like, "Hey, will you guys take your masks off at world's end?" They're yeah, like, yeah, I will. <laughs> Just I to love, be menacing. I love that ever since they've come out with their ski masks, everybody and their mother has been analyzing. Well, if you look clearly, it's oh, Matt Taven because that guy's bald, and or this guy has hair, and that guy's Mike Bennett because this guy's bald, and I'm like, I, clearly. Clearly what? Like, I, I don't see it. And then some other people are, it definitely looks like Wardlow. I'm like, I don't, what are you doing? Are you like comparing their heights in like Photoshop or something? I don't understand what people are doing, but it's just, it's been a ride. I've seen oh, yeah. people say that's Britt Baker. You, people like, come out of the woodwork what? like they've got like some analyzing 3D <laughs> modeling shit from NCIS in their bedroom. Like, well, I've I've analyzed their height, weight, width, and you know their wingspan of their back. And yeah, I've, exactly. There's only three individuals in all of professional wrestling that have ever had those exact dimensions, and they're all from the 1970s. 
So that clearly is, it's them. Clearly. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but I don't want to like interpret things like that to find out who it is and have it ruined for me. I I'm just, just sitting here like they'll they'll tell us eventually. Like just I just, just hope when it ends up they enjoy the ride. Up pulling their mask off, it's not like Primo and Epico. <laughs> like I just I, yeah I hear uh, okay here's an interesting theory but I think it wouldn't necessarily be the best idea okay and we might have talked about this before no. that said person that is the devil the main devil the main devil the devil has access to the lighting and <laughs> uh, yeah, remember really, when they said that we're really are we really breaking down the logic of when lights and music come on with a fucking professional wrestling show yeah that somebody would have okay, access will, to that I okay pretend, I will pretend okay. like they don't do okay. I'm a, so that's what they said. Somebody has access to the lighting and the music and mm-hmm, the the, sure, the backstage. Sure. Okay, Tony Khan. So the <laughs> somebody that has a gimmick that would do such thing would be Sammy Callahan. Okay, that's his gimmick. Okay, okay. But my worry is if that is him, they're gonna pull the mask off and people are gonna go, "Who the fuck is that?" Maybe, maybe. But isn't that been like eighty percent of AEW's? Who's under the masks? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's like I think that's like one of AEW's calling cards right now. Is it doesn't bother you know, me because I know up, who it up, is. Build up. Who the fuck are you? See, but we don't have that problem because we are paying attention to other things. Well, yeah, it's unfortunate. And I guess if you only watch you AEW, make sound, you make it sound like we're all hoity-toity. Like, will you watch other things besides? Well, if, the if you WWE. would just pay attention to NJPW, you'd clearly know. I was about to say we we did say clearly numerous times. Clearly. Earlier, so. <laughs> just i think it would be cool in the idea that i know who it is and i know john moxley would want him obviously to be a part of right AEW. and i don't think he's re-signed a contract anywhere not as far as i know and impact is notorious at making a big deal about it because pco did that too yeah. re-signed his contract they made pictures and put it all over social media so yeah. i don't think that he has um pco <laughs> pco every time i see a clip of pco i i get grossed out I, I, that dude, like, he just looks like he's broken all the time. I, that's what Darby Allen's gonna look like. What when he's still wrestling? When he's in? His, that's if he makes it down. I was from gonna that say. Mountain. I was gonna say. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say maybe like forties. Darby Allen's gonna look like. I don't PCO. know if Darby Allen's gonna be able to put that much weight on him. You never know. PCO looks like a a, a lumpy potato. You can only eat so many Seven Eleven burritos before you end up looking like PCO. That is true. Darby Allen still looks homeless, Impact and I know he has a home. <laughs> <laughs> he just really has that vibe. That he's homeless? Yeah. It'd be really weird if he's homeless with makeup like that. Well, I mean, like, I that's would, all he's that, that would be... A, <laughs> like, part of I, his contract, he gets free face paint. <laughs> he just gets free... Fa- that's what he gets paid in face paint and trips to Food, Mount Everest. catering. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, one other match, and we were talking about how, you know, you shouldn't blow your load too early on a... On blow a, it! I don't give a, a shit! I want to see this! You know, you shouldn't blow your load about a great match There's on There's no way this is going to be the only match. There's absolutely There's no way, uh, as Nigel McGuinness would call him, Christian Cage will be defending his TNT title against Adam Copeland. Adam Copeland. I still, I'm still not used to it. Like, every time they say Adam Copeland, I'm just... I. He's Edge. He was Edge. He's Edge. <laughs> just because, just because, just as Kenny Omega made that stupid fucking. Oh, it looks like you may you had me on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I fucking reached for that TV. Him and his last and goddamn word. Sh- God he always has to say it. the last thing. We did. God damn it. My Kenny mom Omega. always. My mom and my dad always told me you have to have the last word. I swear to you, 
That is Kenny Omega. He gets off on I that. I know. And he's such a... I'm going to say it. Hot take here. And again, I'm not the biggest Kenny Omega fan. Yes. Not because he's not good. I just... It doesn't... It's not for me. He's a dork. Yeah. Dude is such a neckbeard. <laughs> he's such a neckbeard. Well, you know. Oh, God. I don't even know if we've got on the whole boing rant. Boing? If you, oh, God. There's... I don't even know what it was. It was some Japanese uh, like promotion... It was a benefit for like a, a shooting that happened or something, something that, like had, that. That had, had something to do with gun violence. And I mean, you know, at the end of Kenny Omega's little spiel, he, you know, I bid you do, he points and he goes, bang. Well, apparently, not apparently, he decided that, you know, it's in, not in good nature to point your finger with a finger gun and go bang, especially after a, a, a tragic event that led to something like this that was a fundraiser for it. So he decided, okay, well, what can I... What can I do? I think they said they like decided in the car like Yeah, what what noise can I make that that will not be a bang but still kind of it's it's my 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 shtick like it's what I do at the end of my matches. And I don't know what made him think of it and I wish I could even He's figure out what we read this or heard this on. Might but have been he on th- BTE. He but... thought of it because of the sonic like when he jumps boing like the <laughs> like <laughs> like he makes the noise like boing. You know what I mean? When he jumps, it's 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 like that was a, good. That was good. And I he, he there's a clip of him like he's at the top of the ramp. And, you know, his music's like pumping, and he fucking points his finger and he goes, boing. <laughs> it's just like like you look at him like did did it go did it go that way in your head? Like you walk to the top of the ramp and I, I'm gonna go. Boing. He did. He said it in the interview. Like, I thought about this and this is what I was going to do. And it's so funny because this is, was my whole point at the beginning. Why couldn't he just not say it? He he's had gotta, to say something. Gotta, gotta he had to have the last he's word. He's got to have the last word. But Christian Cage, Adam Copeland, TNT What's, Championship. What do you think is going to happen Christian here? Cage is going to retain because of some bullshit. There's no With way. Luch or Nick Wayne. Or... I, I don't know. I yes no i don't know something is going to happen i there's no way christian cage is dropping the tnt belt to adam copeland on an aw dynamite not happening okay it's on recording so if it happens and i don't care i can hit the i can hit the delete button it's gone <laughs> I, I don't necessarily I control this podcast see it going that way but i do like that aw is good about just letting do you think adam copeland, do you think adam copeland's gonna leave with the, with the belt maybe not wednesday but oh no no no! I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. I'm yeah. saying tomorrow night, no fucking. Way. I'm just. I really hope that it doesn't come down to Nick Wayne or Luchasaurus breaking this up. I just hope it's just Christian. Um, I I can't necessarily say it going 100 percent clean mm-hmm. because Christian's so heel. Oh He's yeah. got to do a low blow or something. But I hope it's just Christian. He's gonna wear a turtleneck sleeveless. <laughs> I can't wait. Like any, <laughs> I can't wait. Anybody who can cut the sleeves off I'm of a turtleneck, a put big that Christian shirt on, fan. and walk out of your dressing room oh without feeling like the biggest tool oh in the world. My God. my God. Beth, clean the sheets. Daddy's coming home. Oh my God. Oh, you didn't even see. It. I forgot you didn't get to. Unfortunately, Jamie's one episode of, or like one half of episode of uh, of SmackDown behind. Randy Orton came out. I know we're circling back to WWE. Oh, that's okay. Randy Orton came out when he signed the contract to be at SmackDown okay. instead of Raw. Turned to Paul Heyman and said, hey, Paul, 
you can call Roman and tell him daddy's home. Oh, he did it again. I, within like <laughs> two days, I have become the biggest Randy Orton fan. Right. That dude, I'm... That with I Rhea? hope he gets 10 more years. Oh, my God. That with Rhea was just... I haven't gotten so a good. pop from WWE in oh that God, long. Oh, my God. So good. Like, I me personally. absolutely love it. Sorry. Oh, I just about to circle back to that. No, no. That's... Christian that's... Cage, Adam Copeland. Uh, speaking of Kevin Omega, uh, he's also going to have a match against uh, Ethan Page this oh, week. Oh, I can't wait. On, uh, Huge I Egon fan. Collision. Cl- collision. Correct. Yep. Yep. Correct. Uh, we will also have an AEW Women's World title match between Tony Storm and Sky Blue. On Dynamite. I really like both of those people's storylines right now. Yes. Sky Blue has her own thing going on. I don't necessarily think she's going to win against Tony Storm, which no. if she did, that would be horrible. These, that, that'd be like the TNT belt at this point. Oh, my God, just yeah. Changing hands like like you're well, throwing garbage out. It's ridiculous. Well, hopefully they give them more than 10 minutes this week on, on Dynamite for that championship match. Uh, over on the WWE side, we have Friday Night SmackDown will be the... I guess, tribute to the troops. I didn't catch that last week. I must have missed that. Uh, But we're going to have a United States title tournament uh, first round match. I don't even know what this is. Did I miss something? I think I missed something, too. But I I guess we're finally doing something. Although I did did finish Raw at work on on mute. Well, I mean, it would only be fair that uh, Logan Paul actually has to defend this thing. Yeah, I'd be, you know, I think that's the whole idea, having the championship. So. Um, um, he's really leaning into that heel. Wow. If having to fight any of these people, I don't think would be good. Maybe Santos. We could see Santos. I would fight Dragon Lee as long as there's not anything that's higher than a, like a milk crate. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Dragon Lee for getting a lot of TV time lately. I don't know why. I don't know why WWE's pouring so much time into him. Don't I'm not, know. I'm not so talking good. like he's, he's bad. I just, I, I'm just surprised. It's, yeah. He's really good. It's just like out they, of nowhere. They're too. seeing the sunset on, uh, on Rey Mysterio and they're like, we need another luchador. It's smart which actually it's funny i bring that up while you were in the other room uh getting coffee i would just looked on twitter on nxt they just announced that Rey mysterio is going to be in dragon lee's corner when he uh wrestles dominic mysterio for nxt north american oh, title very nice so there so, you go oh uh, yeah well santos escobar and dragon lee in the first round for the united states title tournament as well as bobby lashley taking on Karrion cross i'm pretty sure you already said that uh and then a singles match what the hell's Karrion cross been Karen Cross, uh, just you know, hanging out with with blonde bombshells. Well, I mean, hanging out with Scarlett doesn't look like the worst thing in the world. To have I mean, to he's do. getting paid. I mean, yeah. You know, you get paid to hang out with your hot wife, and sure, you get to work with think her about too. Clocks, I guess. <laughs> TikTok. TikTok. Uh, and we got a singles match between Oscar and Charlotte Flair. I'm sure that's going to be a banger. Damage control. Uh, Bailey had some issues last week of not being informed that they were going to walk out to the ring. So a little bit of tension there at uh, Damage Control Central. Yeah, a little bit. Did you hear uh, uh, Bully Ray's interesting take about what would be a good direction for WWE? Hot one. It's a hot Higher take. Higher CM Punk. So, yeah, that was hot enough. Uh, Bully Ray speculated that, okay, so Bailey has an issue with Damage Control. Damage Control kicks uh, Bailey out. She leaves, whatever it may be. Charlotte... Uh, is there to, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you see where I'm going. Charlotte's there. Becky's there. Oh, Bailey, so sorry to see that happening to you. And then back comes uh, Mer- Mercedes and Mercedes, four Sasha horsewomen Banks, Monet. are back 
in the limelight. Do you Could think you she'll come back? Imagine. Okay. Talk about Honestly, egg on your face. if you would have asked me two months ago, I would have said no way. If you would have asked me two CM weeks ago, Hunk is back. Absolutely, I think I, that she would come back. Oh, I just, but it. I feel like if she came back, it would completely, completely minimize why she left in the first place. Sure. Because exactly why she left is exactly the same thing that's going on with the tag division and the women right uh, now. Unfortunately, nothing has changed. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like if you're going to try and make a stand, and I don't know if that's what her whole thing was, what she was trying to make a stand. It feels like that's the way it, feels it was. like it between her and Naomi. You know, and I just, I feel like it would be in bad taste for her personally. I don't think well, it would I mean, be received well. I, but I, I'm not Bully Ray either. No, for sure, but just you know, I don't know thinking the about the idea of the four of them being together again would be incredible. Oh, it's amazing. I think it's a great idea storyline-wise and and, you know, they'd be unstoppable and then you have damage control with with their group and you have these big factions oh, yeah. of you women. Oh yeah, you stick a 4 on 4, great you know, for at, the at women's Rumble. division. Oh yeah. Yeah. Be great. yeah, for sure. I just I don't see it happening. I don't see Anything's possible now. I mean, yeah, of course, but I I personally I just don't think that she's going to I think she's gotten to the point where she couldn't go back to WWE and received very well. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, think, I don't know. I don't know. Do it in Boston. <laughs> oh, it would go you over in Boston. do what you Boston. do for CM Punk. Hey, yeah, we're going to do it in Boston. Yeah. Guess what? Oh, Snoop Dogg's here. Oh. Money. In Boston? That's where she's from. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> And if you haven't been able to tell yet, this is the end of the show. The caffeine's worn off. I'm tired. She's tired. Thank you Everybody's for tired. sticking with us, friends. If you've been with us this yeah, entire like time, three quarters. It's of incredible. This, three quarters of this was just us rambling about stupid shit. I mean, isn't that what a podcast is about? Pretty much. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. If you've enjoyed what you heard, make sure you check us out at CAW Wrestling Pod on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we made a TikTok. I think there's a TikTok. I don't know. I don't know how to use TikTok. Somebody tell me, teach me how to how to use TikTok. Uh, but make sure you follow us at CAW Wrestling Pod. You can follow my personal Twitter at Gunk Dudley. And why don't you follow me too? I'm at a bacon party. And make sure you check out Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. Every Monday morning, we, a fresh episode is posted at 4 a.m. It is up before you are. So check us out. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Pet your dog while you're listening to Coffee and Wrestling. Give us a five-star rating on Spotify if you have a minute. Spotify. I really appreciate that. I, iTunes? No, it's Apple, Apple Music. Music. Apple Music. I can't keep up with all these. Makes it sound old. I am old. Get on your iPod. Go on iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you in the next episode.